Hey, this is Danny from the Magic Our Way podcast, and you guys are listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. My name is Austin. George. And I'm Christian. Did you say Garge? No. Like, I said it like an old Southern woman, like Josh. Like, like, Edward, like Edward is every. I, all I can say is Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, today's right. episode, uh, Christian's actually going to go ahead and lead us on it, but hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well. That's a, You threw me off with. Yeah. No, no. Oh, I, yeah. I oof. sometimes intros are, are I'm like, rough. I'm like, how do you start this off with a just with a bang, right? Because you you always want to start with a bang and then end with a bang. You don't want to start with a bang and end with I a remember, fizzle. Start with a fizzle. End I with remember a bang. I heard a Gotta podcast. There's a podcast where dude was like, "Sup, fuckers!" Just like in the middle of the episode, I was like, "What?" Set the, set the energy. Yeah, set the energy. You can. I, I relate to it like as being a teacher and like when the kids like start getting that glazed look over your eyes like what is this guy even talking about you know you just gotta jump in and just be like so Fortnite is the worst game ever created <laughs> just stir the pot like, here's hey. my top three reasons and they're just like whoa I like this do guy your, do your kids hate it when you talk about Fortnite or do they spontaneous yeah, they love it do they love it because they like to argue with you um yeah and partially because I'm clueless on the game I stopped playing it a while ago <laughs> I but, remember, yeah, I remember I used to play it with you and your friend a while ago, a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Back when it was cool. This isn't a video game podcast. Chris, we aren't a video game podcast, Redacted. brother. What we, you what didn't we hear doing that. Today? What are we doing today? So, you know, I was thinking about how the three of us are, we're like millennials, right? We're like zillennials. Yeah, yeah. The, people vary the definition. People say we're like Gen Z. But uh, we were born in the late 90s. Let's put it that way. And I think half of movie culture is kind of the movies themselves, of course. But there's this other subculture or like a sign, this subculture that's, that's connected to it, which is how watching movies has changed over time. So I guess you could say that's like a, a matter of technology or something. But just for example, I remember using... VCRs. We, as a child, um, I have this very uh image burned in my mind or this memory because we had a VCR when I was really young, and I just picked up a random videotape. I'm like, this looks cool. The label on it looks cool, and it was the logo for Star Wars, the first Star Wars movie, A New Hope. Good and choice. Like, that could have gone bad real fast. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you get? That give me that. What do these words mean, Mom? What does salad dressing have to do with this movie? <laughs> it says P-O-R-B. Is that B? Porb. <laughs> it says Cancun 98. Or no, Cancun oh. 78. Oh, no. Chris's oh. conception. In 77. It took you to, oh, I was going to say, like, it took you from 78 to 97 to be born? Well, yeah. I mean, that's back when the parents were, like, in their 20s. They just got that new handheld. My parents were in their 20s of, like, the 80s. Yeah, my parents were a little old. <laughs> Parents are a little older. <laughs> Your dad's wild. But anyways, Christian. We we joke, but to be honest, part of the culture of like, let's say home movies 
and digital movies was in porn is definitely related. <laughs> but we're, we're going to spare it because anybody who wants to know probably already knows. I accidentally went over our wedding footage. Sorry. So movies have changed because the way we have to have a means to watch movies. You know, what is it today? Well, you can go to Netflix. You could buy a movie or rent a movie digitally. Or you can go to the theaters. Well, maybe not now because you got quarantine going on. I mean, in this day and age, you, in, it, without the Rona, you could go to a movie theater. Like, that's not something that's defunct now. Yeah. But, the you know, like I said, I remember, and, and you know, a big aspect of this is that home movie, or home video, I should say, is just as important to movies as theaters. Because, like, I've seen so many movies on cable TV, on VHS, on DVDs, from, like, Redbox rentals, random stuff on Netflix. So it's just as important, if not more important, than just, you know, regular C movies at the theater. And that's kind of half of this evolution of how we've watched movies. I feel we, being born, I was born in 98, and I feel we got, um... Were you guys 97 babies? Yeah. I was 98. Get on the, you child. 97. Wow. <laughs> Even though no, okay. like, it's so a I was difference. born in 98, and I feel we all are in that prime range of being able to see VHS. I even saw, like, cassette, like, um, like old cassettes, right? Old cassettes, VHSs, then you moved into the DVDs, and then now it's everything is streamed through our phones. So, like, we've gotten to see, like, the true evolution in our lifetime and been young for it. You know, like we weren't like our parents made a bigger jump than we did, obviously, because they didn't have DVDs till much later. I feel like that we'll, we'll eventually get into it, but there was like a point in time in media creation that is just like, it seems like it was pressed on fast forward. Like we jumped from VHS to, to things being on our phone, like nuclear missiles. Right. But I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to touch through it. On that, but I had to say we are in that golden range right there, for sure. Yeah, that's the that's the fact of the matter. And what's interesting is younger generations won't remember certain parts of that culture because it's just kind of gone. Think about how we talk about blockbuster video, right? I remember going to blockbuster with my mom or my stepdad, and we're like, oh, we're gonna pick out like a scary movie and maybe like a drama. And that night, or the usually that night, we'd watch the two movies, and it's like you could go rent a good movie and watch it. And it was like an ex, it was an you know, obviously, the goal is always just to watch a movie, but the experience of doing something like renting a movie was definitely part of the culture for a long time. And I mean, in our parents' times, it wasn't necessarily blockbuster, they had like local, like not chains blockbusters, like the Walmart of video rentals. But I remember going into Blockbuster, looking at the releases. Oh, this looks cool. Let's get that. You know, you could buy candy there, dealing with, you know, bringing it back the next day or potentially late fees. Um, what do you guys think of it? So, um, as far as watching movies at my house, um, I started watching movies at my grandmother's house. And she had a TV that was about... If I had a guess today, uh, 18 to 20 inches wide, right? And about like a, a ruler's length tall, so 12 inches tall. 
and it's just a little box, right? And just horrible quality, but it had a VHS connected to it. Now she would use this. Uh, my, my aunt would use this TV as her way of recording things. So like, you guys remember they used to sell blank VHSs. Yeah. To record so like a could show. record shows. I, so, I did that as a child. I remember doing that. I, I never recorded any shows, but she would record her shows and I would just watch my movies on that TV. So it, it was like, that was my true first memory of watching films. And I remember a lot of Scooby-Doo films. My dad was also a high school football coach. So their game films were actually on VHSs. So I had a couple of those that I would watch. Um, some notable movies for me when I was younger on that screen uh, was Big Daddy. I, I probably watched Ooh, Big classic. Daddy. Yeah, probably that's classic. watched Big Daddy sixty times. And I mean, talk about a raunchy comedy for like a seven, eight year old. But like, I loved that movie. I loved peeing outside after that movie too. I can wipe my own ass. <laughs> yes, Scuba Steve. Yeah, I um, I you know, being born around the same time, I obviously watched films on VHS. I remember the orange, like Rugrats VHS. Yes. Oh yeah. Rugrats in Paris. Yep. So yes. here's the thing. I actually still have a like four foot tall tower of the Disney DVDs and like that weird plasticky, like bookcase. Yes. That they came. I still have those yes. They're actually right next to my computer desk at home. I still have them. Those things were bulky oh yeah the amount of plastic used in one of those we are in a in a global climate right now because of disney using those <laughs> so look, for people who potentially don't understand because like we look at each other we know exactly what we're talking about <laughs> vhs dog vhs with with vhs videotapes there was two types of cases one that was just a cardboard sleeve that went over the shape of the movie and you know had the the cover on it and the, all the production notes and all that stuff then and disney did this and i don't know if, how many others did it, but i know disney did a hardcore it was a plastic case but like it's not like a hard plastic it's like a i mean it was it was it was molded it was molded it was plastic, molded but, plastic but uh, you could dent them and smash them and they wouldn't yeah, shut um, right anymore other people did like i have shrek in those i have like the land before time in those i, I mean i still also have a a giant tower to, like double wide of VHS films with like Forrest Gump, uh, Garp, and it's amazing. Uh, everything out of the evolution of all that happening, the designs of like the way that they promote movies has not changed. You oh, look no. at oh, DVDs no. today, and that is very similar to what we're talking about, like cover art wise on these movies. I wonder, like, I mean, because it gets to the point, right? You get your title, you get, you know, the picture that expresses like what the movie's about then you get the little synopsis you got your actors on the back you know who it's made by but like I, i'm really surprised we haven't seen anybody like get creative and try to change up that uh that format i mean it's proven to work it gives you it gives you a picture so you get like awesome you know a disney movie a bunch of golden spires or something crazy and then you get the title and then you get all the different information which is like rating, what actors are in it, production notes. Um, and pretty much since then, it's been just about the same. You buy a Blu-ray, you buy a DVD. Um, the only thing is, in digital, sometimes we don't see that type of stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to go into like the hardware, um, I still, I still have... <laughs> 
My dad's a fucking hoarder, man. In in his garage, he still has like VHS sets that don't work. And then we also have like the twofers, the DVD with the VHS set. See, see, it's weird because in yeah. our generation, we we saw the need. Like, like a good way to describe it is we didn't want to let go. Well, not only that, but like there was utility because things were still being released on all the different technologies. I remember living in a household that had some flat screens and some old dinosaur CRT TVs. And I still have the CRT TVs as well as the flat screens. My my house is weird. So you could say another transition in this whole thing was not only of technologies, but also kind of like the transition of like the the old the you know VHS and the standard definition to high definition and i had a time where the only thing i had to play watch movies and play video games on was a old bulky crt tv and it was like it wasn't like oh this sucks it was like it was just a common it, thing it was yeah. it's a tv i can play my video games that's it yeah no we we saw it uh and i can only imagine how competitive that market was and this is honestly something we should probably look into and the fact that like VHSs were being sold rapidly. Everybody wanted a VHS player and then the DVDs came out and then you start seeing the double, you start seeing the VHS with the DVD player attached. And then you start slowly seeing just more DVD. So like we re- like the, what you got to understand is like there was probably such a power struggle behind all that for, for movies and like, I'm not sure this is something that maybe you guys know. Do movies have to put that as part of the budget? Like, do we want to produce a certain amount of VHSs and oh, a yeah. certain amount of DVDs? Absolutely. That comes into your, your cost of uh, production. Like your, um, I used to know the term for it. Cause in music we had to, there were contract deals that we were like, Hey, we don't do the distribution because mm-hmm. now like with music, you like, don't get, you shouldn't be signing a contract that has distribution charges. Like they get a percentage because you're not distributing, you're not distributing anything. Now yeah. it's just all streaming, but yes, um, they do have to account for that. Usually like Disney and stuff, that's just an overhead. And they're like, we're yes. just, we, we make this many for any film. And then for sure. it kind of like off markets and then, oh, hey, we need more. We'll make more. But yeah, absolutely though. You do have to consider you that with, account for that. Yeah. With your budget. And like, there's that point. And I got to imagine for you guys, do you guys remember specifically the years? Because I remember like really changing over to DVDs. I would say 2007. 2008 definitely early 2000 i, I, I associate like things with presidents so, like i remember obama <laughs> coming into presidency and then being like that. oh dvds are like it was before that because, yes because you're right. uh, you're right. like with bush when bush was so i'm gonna say elementary school i want to say is when we really went over to dvds because mm-hmm. by then like all the harry potter so my, my family was really big into harry potter we had i think the first one was on vhs maybe if even that but i know we have That's all of them on true. dvd and the chamber of secrets we had on dvd yeah, it went so there was it's it's kind of like with with vinyl to CD. It's kind of like, oh, hey, we're yeah. not doing that no more. Get on the fucking train. I think like they were good for a long time at supporting both in a way, Ooh. which that that's something that happens a lot where a production like especially like, what's unfortunate is like, OK, if you're Disney, you could just make both. You can make a VHS and a DVD, right? You're going to make your money. <laughs> but what? an issue we have now is and back then was not all companies could release it on both formats they had to make a choice and i mean eventually everybody moved on and said okay we'll get dvd players it was a good situation because they ended up getting more caught you know better cost wise and you know and they came in 
people had things like PS2s that had built-in DVD players. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> yeah, which is really, which is a really interesting case because that introduced DVD technology to a lot of people. Yeah, because now you had like, oh, we could only afford one. Yeah. Not to not to because we can't really talk about it, but not to get too much into the specifics of video games. That's why the PS2 did so well is because it had a Blu-ray player or not a Blu-ray. Excuse me, for not a bad DVD. advance. Had a DVD player in it. Yep. And it was crazy. You could be like, whoa, I can play games and watch movies on this. This is wild. So I have the year and the date that DVD players were first out for sale in the United States. You guys want to take a guess? 1939. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 2002. I'd say 2000. March 31st of 1997. Video what? players were released for sale in the United what? States. Um, obviously, like I was, as I was oh, reading through, like they, had, they had troubles at the beginning with the release because at the same time, you started getting a lot more like uh, you know, the video player, the, what were, the VHS players were mm-hmm. also still really popular. So, VHS had a huge install base. Yeah, it was All the movies were on VHS. That's oh my god! So Mar- so before either of us were born, it was out. Yeah, by a few months. Holy crap! I guess it we're makes old. sense. Sorry for all the people that are listening that are like, "You damn children." <laughs> I-, I guess it makes sense when you consider the fact that CDs were around, and DVDs are, and CDs are obviously like brother and sister. Yeah, they're the same type of technology. That's crazy. Yeah. No. It. Uh, so it said in two thousand two. That's when DVDs started to surpass VHSs. So there was a five-year gap there. Well, because they probably realized, oh, shit, this is really expensive. Because look, like the Blu-ray player, for example, I know we're kind of jumping ahead, but the Blu-ray player, you can find them for like 50 bucks now. If You can probably find them used for like 20 bucks. A few years ago, they were like, what, like $700 or something like that? They were crazy. Yeah, it was definitely like a luxury thing for a good minute. People said, I have VHS, I have DVDs. Why do I need another expensive uh, peripheral? Well, and yeah, and then so now thinking more along the lines of quality, we're talking about a jump in quality. I'm sure that movies started to realize, like, okay, we know what the next cameras are going to be able to do, and in order to put all of those, you know, all the the movies together in a more coherent, clearer way, it's we got to make that jump to DVDs. So, because I mean, you see it all. And like I said, it is just, it's amazing. It's just a blip in time that is a fast forward. And you look in the history and like, and it happens throughout history. If you look back even to when things were starting to become invented and stuff, and when the United States was just coming about, there's like these little small blips where it's like cars are created and then you move head. And then now you, you're getting content and now you're getting content and even faster and better way and this has only happened in 20 years yeah yeah because what i mean not to really am i the oldest one here i'll be 23 this year yes no i just turned 22 yeah so christian and i yeah i'll be 23 this year so technically 23 years since the dvd player came out yep and i mean even now that's obsolete yep in 23 years but how long was the vhs in for because my dad was telling me he had a vhs since he was a kid and he grew up in the 70s and 80s because he was he was born in 69 so he grew up in the 70s and the 80s and he was like yeah i remember having a vhs player having to record my shows on it and then what's 73 1973 oh my god that's a long time that is a very long time compared to the jump for dvd and they're originally uh 
only released in in the UK. Yes, See, yes. What's interesting? I was watching a video about these types of technologies, and the reason that videotapes caught on is because a consumer basically they had recorders that you would program to record from the TV. Like you'd have to like program and say, oh, turn on and start recording at seven o'clock, stop recording at 745. You know, people taped football games, people taped TV shows, what have you. Weddings, everything. And then they were taping things coming on TV. And by then the company said, well, we're now playing with the idea of having home video like movies. What's something that we already know how to develop and sell? Tapes and those recorders. So, and that's kind of, that was the VCR and the VHS is into this whole thing, which I, I thought the technology was invented for home movie, but it was really for programming something to record your TV shows. No, that, that it makes, it makes perfect sense. I mean, like that's, and that's probably why, you know, I saw so much of my aunt, that that was her thing, you know. I mean, and just perfectly kept labels with all the episodes, and you know they took full advantage of what they had at their the point in time, being able to fast forward through commercials. That's the thing that's like, oh my goodness, revolutionary, oh. revolutionary. My dad still does it. Like my parents still use like Cox DVR to record stuff because I mean they they have the Netflix modern on the, VCR, yeah, modern and recorder. and they'll just they'll record something and then. Through all the commercials, and I'm like, man, like, and nowadays you have to sit through ads. Now it's like ads up. All right, I'm gonna go. Now it's getting back to because uh, I saw this. It's it's been all over social media, and like kids these days don't understand like how crazy it was. Like when you were watching a show with like your sibling or your friend, and like commercial comes on, so you would like sprint, hop over your couch, make more popcorn, use the bathroom, get a drink, come back before the, it would start back up, or you would hear like it's starting, and you would just sprint back in. Nowadays, you just watch that shit on demand. The key indicator was the commercial. Um, the last commercial that would always play before the show came back on was a commercial about that TV network. So you knew if a Disney yeah. commercial just came on, yeah. you were like, oh, God damn, they're, they're promoting the movie that's coming on tonight. I got to run back. That was it, it just you hit the nail on the head with it because it's it's lost now. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll tell you where a it's lot back. of it is lost. Um, I have Hulu, but I still have the commercials for yeah, live TV. Too. So, and then you can't fast forward through those. So, like having Ooh. to sit through them again, I'm like, oh my god, this is why it was invented, right? So, I definitely have some interesting stuff to say about this. One, remember how like TiVo was like a niche technology when like it's like oh you could it was huge you could record cable you know, in the, in this age. And then now direct TV and all the cable companies offered the DVR support. They offered it like a few years after they were like, no, 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 no. You're not going to, no, we're going to keep our customers. Watch this. So now TiVo is just like a fart in the wind. It's like, I remember when we all were thinking about TiVo, Uh, somebody at my job, their grandparents still use TiVo and it's interesting. Fucking wild. I was like, can you get a picture of it? Please? Like, please show that to me of them still using a TiVo. Like something you'd see in a, at a Goodwill, like on the electronics <laughs> rack. For like, for like $5, please just take it. <laughs> Another interesting thing is discussing commercials. You know, and now we're at the point where if you're recording, you don't really have to deal with commercials. 
And on top of that, um, not only not having to deal with commercials, but if you're looking on Netflix or a streaming service, whether you're watching a TV show or a movie, no commercials. And me and my buddies uncovered something really interesting last. It was like the night before the last. We were talking about when we used to watch Cartoon Network. We all used to watch Cartoon Network. We were talking about Teen Titans. Uh, the the OG Teen Titans, not this terrible crap yeah. they have on now. Uh, yeah, not go. I'm so talking good. straight up OG Teen Titans. So good. And we were talking about how one of us remarked, hey, do you remember like in the commercial sections, there were like these promos that were transitioning the, the shows? where it was like uh, a, a young girl who lived in an underwater base and she had alien friends and like she would just announce what comes on next and they would do like a little funny skit just really quickly in between the episode like 30 seconds i don't remember this i well i don't remember I didn't that either in particular but i remember like on especially on disney channel they would show you the schedule of what was coming up yeah they'd have their own tv like, guide but do you guys remember the yeah. tv guide channel before you I had remember like, that the guide, too. you'd have to go to channel like, 98 and they would slowly scroll and you'd be like, fuck, we're at channel two. I got to get to 67. All right, I'm going to be here. There's no rotating through that shit. You sat through every channel going through. Sometimes, sometimes I'd be sitting there and be like, oh, something better is on this channel. I'm going to go to the, and I would never know what was on to be on Cartoon Network. So I definitely want to follow up about the, the yeah, TV the, guide. The, yes. But I'm going to put a lid or finish the, the Cartoon Network. Yep. A lot of my memory of watching TV, part of it was how they did the commercials and he was telling me about this this little this thing in between the episodes like it was it announced the schedules but like they had like these skits and these characters that announced it and i didn't remember it either but he sent me a compilation video you know we're in the age of digital we could vi- revisit all these memories available we're on youtube watching compilations of these segments and we remember me and my buddies were watching them together we're like Oh my gosh, I remember sitting down and watching Ben 10 and Teen Titans, and I remember all of these little stupid skits that if you would not have told me, I would have never remembered such an obscure memory. And I guess with the the no ad future we're living in, we kind of lose. I mean, technically it's for the better, but like there's like there's some soul that we left behind. Do you guys remember with Disney Channel when the dude would do the fucking splits in the air? You're like, oh, there's a good ass movie's about yeah. to come on. Disney Channel Originals. Yep, and the dude watching just movies splits. on TV. Home yeah. home movie watching movies sc- on TV. I saw High School Musical, like the first one, as a premiere on Disney Channel. I, I Disney Originals were my childhood. Oh yeah, they were great. They were great, and now I'm rewatching a lot of them now that with Disney Plus. They're still good. To, I would love to start doing that. Get it? If you already have Hulu, just you got to just combine the combo. It. How much is the combo? I think it's like thirteen dollars. I'm gonna get it for ESPN Plus because I can watch all my soccer games on it. Because you get ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu with ads. But yeah, that's fine. I mean, for Disney Plus alone, like, I mean, through my son, I've already gotten my money's worth because he watches it like crazy. And like, even Vanessa and I, like, we watch it like crazy. Um, I'm watching a lot of old cartoons like uh, DuckTales, like the old DuckTales. Oh, I Those remember. Yes, yes. Uh, all, the, all the other ones, like the Rescue Rangers and stuff like that. Okay, this brings up a really interesting point. Okay. So, we you know, we saw the transition from rentals, Blockbuster kind of goes out of the picture, and now they're a meme at this point, but our, our generation remembers it. We use that shit. Then we start seeing Netflix as a mail-in service. Then Netflix becomes also 
a streaming service. Did you ever use Netflix as a mail-in service? No, I, I, my, I didn't. My mom still did, and she we had the streaming up until a couple of years ago. She would still send DVDs in the mail. That's crazy. I remember, I remember getting uh, an Inuyasha film okay. in the mail from Netflix, and I was like, hell yeah, I watched it like eight times. It was like when you get blockbuster films, you had to, we got to watch it a couple of times. You got to get your money's worth. Yeah. But yeah, I, rem- I remember doing that. I remember the first time we we're like, holy shit, a DVD came in the mail. I get to watch it. Holy shit. This is wild. My parents were always horrible, 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 horrible at taking care of VHSs and DVDs. And I mean, like just tragically bad. So like we, we would buy just a DVD. Leave the DVD face up like on a table or something? Oh, dude, I'm talking about just right on top of like the, the DVD player, just not even in the case type stitch. Like it, it was horrible. But like that led to us getting our movies through. Um, we had Cox Cable. And if you went to Cox Cable Channel One, it was on demand. And on demand, I might have gotten in trouble with some on demand stuff and using my I, parents' credit card. Well, Uh-oh. I uh, hmm. <laughs> fun. Little I didn't fact. go down. I didn't go down the adult uh entertainment section. I what I did is I just bought entirely too many movies. <laughs> so that's how I ruined Wait, my. You're parents telling credit. me I can watch Titanic right now. <laughs> no, and seriously, it, it, it was as revolutionary as that because you'd be able to see a little preview, a little synopsis. So yeah, I could... completely skipped the Netflix mail-in movies and Netflix in general until it came to streaming. I, I guess I w- I've always been streaming since I had Cox when I was about, that was that was the later in see, elementary I school. Used, I used On Demand too, and I remember, I remember watching uh, freaking Chris Angel Mind Freak and Dog the oh, Bounty Hunter. Shit. They'd have like the previous season of like, hell yeah, ever watch some dog? Let's go. And they had the free movies too. They had a lot of free stuff yes, too. Yes, they did. Like I remember I watched like a, do. like a like a uh, a Godzilla movie made in Japan, but it was only with English subtitles. And I was like, all right, I can read. That's badass. Let's do it. On demand is like the precursor to streaming. I mean, they still have yeah, on no, demand they had, now. They Cox had it still figured out. It. But yeah. it's 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 more like a Netflix kind of thing now. Yes, because now the technologies are like the same. Everything runs off our DVR runs off our Wi-Fi. Yep. You know. Yep. So, and you know, that's so interesting. We saw that too. We saw this heavy physical media based culture. Like we, our family would buy VHSs. Our family would buy DVDs. We didn't see too many Blu-rays, but I, I do. Ha- I have Blu-rays cause there's nice box sets, but, uh, that dark, bl- I, I want to go into the, there's nothing prettier than the thinness and the dark blue color of a Blu-ray DVD box. I, I it's so just appealing to the eye for me i'm like this looks see i'm i'm very weird i have a slight video game collection growing and i collect them because of like i mean i collect them because i play them but i like cases i like the artwork on there i feel like the blu-ray and i know christian was going to get to this with with bonus features at some point but like blu-ray really sacrificed a lot for simplicity like just like here's a movie give us money goodbye okay i'm gonna explain what he's saying okay because it is something i wanted to bring up now now as a uh just to to preface this i like the blue cases the blue cases look really sleek to me i like how they're small they're kind of like it's kind of like like nintendo switch cases yes minimal it's like yeah minimalistic i like PlayStation that. three cases stuff like that i i like the different types of dvd cases you could have though you could have just the regular one i have some of those ones with like the little super thin what the, about those super duper thin ones? why oh the the, the bootleg ones i'll yep. get into that in a minute because i have I have Superman from like when Superman first got a revamp movie, but it's a bootleg and on it, it just has El Super written on it. <laughs> it's the All movie. Right. It's the movie. 
it's it's perfectly the movie. It's just occasionally you'll see a dude. I remember. Okay, I used to go to preschool, like like daycare when see, I was bootlegs, young. Bootlegs, bootlegs. That's another yeah. form of way of watching a home movie. Yeah. Um, oh, I so, can give a good bootleg story oh, after no. this. Oh. After you go. So I remember uh, we would watch. We would have like a nap time kind of thing in the middle of the day. But it was kind of like if you want to sleep, sleep. If not, we're gonna put a movie on. Shut the fuck up. Teacher's gonna go yell at her her drug dealer boyfriend. Um, one time she put a movie on and I fucking kid you not. Occasionally you'd see like a shadow walk down the fucking stairs <laughs> and you're like, you're like, oh shit. And you were like, wait, this movie just came out like two weeks ago. Oh, we're already watching it. Cool. I mean, you put up with like a dude walking down the fucking stairs. You're like, okay, yeah, you didn't care. You didn't know these guys. If you didn't know where they were located, go to your local food for less when they used to exist. Cause that's where our, my uh, bootleg DVD person was. Yeah. I remember, I remember food for less parking lot. Uh, this was a couple years ago. This was when I was in the, when I was in my band and I remember my bassist and I were going to Seven Eleven just to pick up like some snacks or something. Cause we're like, ah, we're just going to record today. We're going to be in the studio, you know, our home studio. We're going to spitball ideas. It's gonna be a chill day. And we roll up to Seven Eleven and like, we're walking out and this dude like talks to my baseball player and he goes to her and he goes, Hey, you want some movies? And she stops and is like, Oh shit. Yeah. Cause I guess her and her grandma used to just buy bootlegs all the time. And he was like, I got at the same time, I got dark Knight. I got all the dark nights. He's like, I got the watchman. She was like, the watchman, that's old as shit. Get the fuck out of here. And she's like, you're not reputable. And she walked, got back in my car. I was like, what? What? You just like told this dude, he went, he ain't shit because he had an old movie. And she was like, take those. she was like, she was like, it's like a drug dealer. You gotta, you gotta know your guy has good stuff. <laughs> and See, I, that's so interesting because bootlegging and piracy is another aspect of the whole formula. Of home video and home movies. I remember, yeah, one, there'd be the people outside of gas stations and grocery stores being like, oh, I got DVDs. He'd have a book of DVDs. And yeah, they'd be bootlegs. And it was like, enter at your own risk. But if you're already buying bootlegs, you're, you're past the point of whatever the quality. So, also piracy. That was kind of the other side of it. And that's where we get into the digital and get into computers. People started having the ability. To download movies off the internet. And you could burn them. You could burn them and, and put them on a disc. Yeah, that's, that's where some of the bootlegs came from. Is they people, I'd get the file somewhere, burn a million. Either somebody <laughs> would record it, or usually it'd be somebody recording it, but eventually it got to a point where people just ripped it from the DVDs, like the commercial DVDs, and they just, I'm going to burn a million cop- copies, sell them for a you know, dollar a piece or whatever the rate was. And I remember my grandma had a person she'd buy bootleg movies from. And I saw the the Hulk, the original Incredible Hulk on a white bootleg DVD. I remember they'd always have just a plain white label on them. And the other side was kind of blue. Like, you know how on DVD sometimes it's like silver? Yes. Like, these are ghetto. These are like blue. It looks blue on the one side. <laughs> yes. I remember, what was it? What, what, what Windows was it before 7? Was it XP or Vista? I forget. I think it's Vista. I have fond I memories. Vista. I have fond memories of burning music and DVDs on Vista. And my dad like went through the fucking roof when he found out he could burn his DVDs to his PSP. And he had fucking Borat oh, Transformers yeah. on there. And he was like, hell yeah. Now if I ever go on a, he didn't even go on a plane ride. He's like, if I ever go on a plane ride, I set. Could, I'm set. Or if, if, if I'm ever like on a long road trip, but he was always the one driving. It's like me now. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I have a switch. I want to play all these cool games. I'm driving. Fuck. <laughs> all right. <laughs> It's quite amazing, and people could, you know, and now it's crazy, like any old movie, now you could go pirate. I can go on a torrent website and be like, yo, it's time to watch Titanic, <laughs> and I can oh, go download a Titanic. Titanic. 
Why Titanic of all movies? Because I mentioned it earlier. And Titanic's still a great movie. It's simple. The, what, what's going to happen? The boat's going to sink. They're going to be in love. It's going to be sad. But it's still She's a great gonna movie. She's going to be dumb yeah. and not give them enough room. What's so interesting about that movie to me is they used, like, the way they did the set for the boat. Like, they had the, like, a platform. When, when they're on the tip and they're holding on to all the tables, as they fall, like, they had, like, a moving electronic mechanical platform that did that. And then, like, most of the water is, like, gr- like green screen here stuff. It, super technologically impressive. Look at the making of Titanic. But if it's called El Titanico Booty, then it's not the same movie. <laughs> you got... Le- we, we gotta vet... We gotta vet these food for less... El Titanico Booty. Bootleg DVD sellers, okay? They're the pioneers. You have, like, a bootleggers union, and you gotta, like, go, like... Alright, is this up to quality? No, we gotta QC this... And those, because it, it, it was risky back then because those home video cameras were, they, and not saying they weren't like slick, like you can't hide you one, the but red they, ass were, dot. they were bulky and you had the red dot. God forbid you had a remember, security person walk in there. I remember my, my, my friend, you guys might have known him. His name was Andrew. He went to middle school with us. Called him Gibby. He was the blonde kid with glasses. Anyways, him and I really like Gabriel Iglesias. So his grandmother pulls some like, some like real like, Hey, what's up, dog? Here's a 20. Like, real shit. Got us front row tickets and meet and greets. Okay. When he was at when he was at Prim. We got to meet him. Then we got front row for a show. They come up before they're like, hey, please. And this is sixth grade. So, like, shit's like red camcorder fucking lights. Like, why do you have that? They come up and they go, hey, please, no recording. He's working on some material. You know, he's working things out. We, you know, we want to keep this here. Like, five minutes into his set, he's like, yeah, I did this. A nice camera, bro. He's like, where I'm from, if, he's, if I see the red dot, I hit the dirt. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, people still use the camcorders with the with the red dot? Like, is this an ACOG scope on there or something? Like, oh Jesus. my goodness, laser sight. See, even from our perspective, that seems really dated. Like, What's good, look what we have now, though. That's why. Yeah, I mean, like, look, and I, and I still, I still have to complain about how some of the newer technology leaves has is is flawed in in weird reasons. But, like, we're kind of in a golden age. We could go watch anything we want. Yes. You know, like we were saying earlier, you could rent almost any movie for, like, four bucks on YouTube. Yep. You and, know? Um, I'll just say it. If you guys have any good websites that we can find all these movies for free, uh, just DM or send an email to the lukewarm cinema podcast at gmail.com. But we do not condone criminal activity. We do, yeah, no. It's for, it's for science. For criminals. Yeah, no, it's for scientific purposes. We're, we're going we're to do an episode about it. We just yeah. have to watch them first. Yeah, no, but we, it's like, you know, how can we do any research on the dark web if we don't get in? You know what I mean? We need our foot in the door here. So open the chasm. <laughs> with that, being said, I, I was thinking home videos, commercials. Your bootleg story. You didn't tell us your bootleg, the bootleg story. story. Oh well, I mean, we kind of covered it all. Like, I mean, you just we, you were you were just like, I got would, a bootleg story for well, you. Well, yeah, but you covered it all. I mean, it's all the same story with every guy. It's <laughs> it's just just some guy in a parking lot. He has movies. Random, random. But anyways, going back into trying to find those websites with every movie uh, in existence. I remember some. Classic ones were me. They were existed at some points in Put time. Locker. Put Locker. I'm sure it was. Uh, did you guys ever I was use a one? good child. I never did this. Okay. Put Locker was one that I used. There was one, two, three movies. Well, if you're streaming, if you're streaming, it's not piracy. You're just streaming it. So, like, some people, like, I'd never. I was a good boy. 
Would you, you know, you know the old uh, piracy? <laughs> Would you download a house? Exactly. Would you download a car? Would you download a house? Like the dumbest piracy commercials. Like, yes, we fucking would. Literally 3D printing these things now. It's literally happening. We are downloading the cars and the houses. Yes. Literally. I made a house out of sticks. Leave me alone. I'm going to download it now. So, okay. This is where I wanted to jump to was the movie theater aspect of this. Because um, I can relate back to when I would first going back into in, movies, uh, the way they would jam pack about 150 people into these uncomfortable seats with the, but I mean, just stiff and, you know, you were trying to finagle your legs in a way so they wouldn't just be sore at the end of just sitting down for this long movie. Right. And so you could make a table for your popcorn. Right. No, because you have to be sitting straight up as a board. And if you're lucky and you're lucky. Your seat has a little bit of cushion. Fast forward to streaming services coming out and people watching movies at home and the comfortabilities at our home. We, I think, saw the biggest ad- adaption, adaptation made to movie theaters because they're like, we can't compete with this unless we start putting recliners into these movie and theaters. I, I remember there was one, it was the cannery for the, for the longest yes. time. That was the only one. Now everybody has it. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, oh shit, they're doing what we got to do. But I feel like... That because I feel like for a little while movies kind of fell out, like going to the theater. Now there's a huge boom, like with the Marvel movies. That's a, it's like an it's an outing now. It's an experience. Yeah, it's 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 an event. It's like, hey, where were you when I didn't go to the theaters? By the way, but where were you when when Endgame dropped? Literally, literally. I saw the midnight release for Endgame. It was the most like cringe. It was the most yeah. It was the most like <laughs> out of my way. I went. I mean, but it's easy now because. Even with an all, like situations like that, we could buy our tickets online now. Yes. Screw you. I'm going to go buy my ticket for Endgame three months in advance and buy <laughs> five seats for all my friends. <laughs> they haven't even announced it yet, but so, I'm already there. I, I think we should all go around because this is, this is something I feel is different for everybody. The way that I go to the movie theaters to watch a movie, um, I'm not a big preview guy. I tend to cut the line, right? Because so me and Cameron have timed it a couple of times. Cameron's my girlfriend, by the way. We've timed it. I think they know at like seven episodes in and we're like, Cameron, 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 Cameron. You're just like, who's dude? What, who's he talking <laughs> Did about? You, Austin, is he always muted? We can't hear this person. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so anyways, we, we cut it close. We don't like previews. So like Chris said, we like booking these, our tickets online, making sure that we're solidified. And then what we found out is it's about 20 minutes on the dot where you're going to end previews and you're going to start going into from the time that they say the movie starts. Yes. So oh, movie dude, starts that's at some scientific shit. Movie yeah. starts at eight. Movie's going to actually start on the screen at eight twenty. Okay. So we, we tend to get there rolling up at around like eight ten. gives you about 10 minutes to get your popcorn and drinks all settled. And I mean, you go later. in guys, I'm telling you test it 20 minutes after the start time is when you're looking at the movie starting. See, uh, so I don't go to the theaters very often. One, because uh, up until recently, I want to say like a year ago, like movies just never grabbed my attention. But now I'm like, like today we watched a movie. I was like, I want to watch more movies. They're good. It's, I think, becoming more of an adult. I'm like, I just want to like forget that like I have 800 bills coming up next week. I just want to watch something funny. I want to watch Happy Gilmore punch the shit out of Bob Barker. Right. Like, but uh, I went to the theater. The last movie I went to go see in theaters before everything fell apart was onward and i remember we were like one of like 15 people in that theater maybe 
and it was like this is cool it's nice it was cool it was like refreshing to go back and it was like this is even in, in itself it's an experience you know i remember it a little better because i had to go out of my way to go see it and i sat there and i watched it on a huge screen and i left and we talked about it in the car ride home so for me theaters like i remember going to theaters a lot as a kid first movie i ever saw in theaters as a kid was atlantis journey to atlantis awesome my favorite movie most underrated disney movie uh, I have artwork in my room because I went to Disneyland a few months before, like a, three weeks before the pandemic hit, and they had artwork of Milo, and I was like, I am buying the shit out of that because you never see anything of him. Uh, and then shortly after, I went and saw Monsters, Inc. in theaters. One of my best movies I saw as a kid in yeah, theaters. Yeah, it is your best movie. How did you do it, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I astrally projected myself into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Mm. <laughs> you guys don't know that meme. I just look up Sully meme. <laughs> Uh, but, and then I went to see, I think I went to see almost every single Harry Potter film in theaters, almost every single one of them. I saw the first two Hunger Games or the first Hunger Games and like the third Hunger Games. I don't know. There's like eight of them <laughs> in theaters. I saw those in theaters. Um, I saw like the Iron Man movie in theaters. I saw Iron Man three and I saw a lot as a kid. I saw a lot. I remember my favorite though. Uh, and this made me really kind of like be like, wow, this is for me was so for anybody who doesn't know, my favorite film series of all time is the Indiana Jones series. When they announced that Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is coming out, I literally did a fucking backflip because that was like right in the point of time where I was like, I was watching all the movies. I had the extra DVD with all the bonus features. And I was like, this is my favorite. It still is my favorite franchise and series. And they were like, oh, it's coming to theaters. I literally dragged my entire family, my mom, my dad, my sister, my grandmother. We all went and watched it. And I was like, okay, like, and that's why I don't really clown Marvel people that bad when they're like slugging on dudes to get in line. It's like, I get it. And that, like that, for, that's my end game experience type of experience was seeing Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in theaters. So I was like, fuck yeah, it's my favorite, like super, I call him a superhero because he's basically super, he, homeboy gets like basically killed in every movie and he's just like, uh, artifacts, uh, artifacts, <laughs> he comes back, but like. That for me, I was like, yes, this is okay. This is what movies are about is so, this shit right here. What I, I'm going to ask you is, was there ever that moment in the theater um, that the crowd all reacted at once? Because I feel that's there was some those like, are my favorite kinds of movies. And I, I, I'm going to just jump in yeah. and say the, the Rocky movie that I went to <laughs> one time with my parents, you know, and you got like the, the last, most recent one or no, one of the more the recent one ones. Was, it, it was, it was the Michael last one before Michael B. Jordan started becoming part so of it. So it's like when Rocky came back and everyone was like, what the fuck? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came back to fight like that young guy. I don't. I really don't remember the plot. But what I do remember is all at once in that last fighting scene, the entire theater chanting, Rocky, Rocky, See, Rocky. Mine wasn't so and, cool. Oh, my God. Dude, it gives me chills talking about it right now because it's just like, wow. You had an entire theater in unison yeah. chanting its man's name. See, for me, um, with Indiana Jones, I mean, there's people because it was it was not really that packed, but I remember people were laughing at like some of the like, do you have any last words? I like Ike. Oh, ah, it's funny. But for me, the funniest one, though, was I was seeing the Harry Potter film where Dumbledore dies and uh, which granted it's in the book. Like you already know it's going to happen. The movie ends and this dude Sam goes, yo, bro, that's just fucking whack, dog. He just stands up and he gets out of the theater. He's like, bro, why do I got to kill him like that? And I'm like, wait, wait, you didn't read the book? And he's like, no, what the fuck? No, I only watched the movies, dog. When God and Livio, he literally said, when God and Livio, bro. And he just left. And I was like, 
what what the fuck just happened? I remember my mom almost got into a fight though because she yelled at a lady for talking on her phone during a movie, and I was like, my, so my mom's a little like dramatic. Yeah, but you can't do that. No, but she Step was like, outside. But it like, is disrespectful. I see. But she was like, can you stop? And she's like, fuck you, bitch. And I was like, and I was like, probably nine. I was like, my mom's about to get her ass whooped. What's happening? And sure enough, like after the movie, my dad was like, let's go. We're walking straight out to the car, and she was there like on her phone, like this bitch won't do nothing. I was like, people are really that fucking crazy. Oh, they. That, that, uh, those are my crazy movie theater fuck, stories. Yeah. I mean, I saw um, when I saw the the Star Wars uh, Force Awakens in theater uh, theaters, I saw it Christmas Day, and there, it was still pretty packed. That one, a lot of people were hyped for. Like when the, when there was a lot of cheering when like the the opening soundtrack started. Yeah, and I remember feeling like yeah, you feel the the energy. People just love Star Wars, and so did yeah, I. Yeah, it felt so. I had seen Episode two and three in theaters. I had seen those, but when I saw uh, episode seven, I was like, "Holy shit, this is like a brand new, like, like this is history right here." And I'm here. Like, it felt really weird hearing that 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 like the Indiana Jones theme too. And I heard that, I was like, "Holy shit, this like the last Indiana Jones film came out." I think it was 17, 18 years or 19, it was 19, 19 years beforehand. Uh, if y'all don't have quiz up, get quiz up. Find me. I'm number one in the United States in Indiana Jones trivia. So that's how I know that. But uh, um, like that song, like I was like, what the fuck? This is I'm going to start. I'm going to start going on the hunt and finding somebody that could be oh, like, let's yeah. see if we can get this challenge. Oh, let's see I, if we I get, get beat this all the time. Like a you Russian do? computer. I do, but I <laughs> do you know him? Do you know the person you're battling for second place? I might have to get in touch. Uh, well, right, I, I think right, coach I him like I, a Rocky yes, movie. Yes. <laughs> Watch Raiders of the Lost Ark again. Do it. Um, I mean, right now I think I'm like top three because I haven't played in a couple days. Ooh, but I play like, but, but I win like I think I have a win ratio of like eighty five percent. Just like, and it's funny because you can not, not to go too much into the into the into that. I might have. To, I'm going to be this person. Why rely on somebody <laughs> else? I'm gonna you have five and like, I'll do it myself. You have like 15 years of just watching the movies in my head right now. Okay. Okay. So, so, <laughs> you're, so you're saying there's a chance. Uh very small chance, just like how uh, You said 85%. Know, That's not a hundred percent. I know trivia about like That's not a hundred percent. I know trivia about like stuff outside of the movie. Like if you go to Disneyland, hey, you know that truck in, in front of the Indiana Jones ride? That's one from the real movie. Yeah, there you go, because I told you that. You're welcome. Really? Oh, but see, I'm already storing that knowledge. Audience know doesn't they, know but, that. But they don't they don't ask you that though. And they don't ask you that on, on quiz up. All right, guys. All right, guys. So, so hold me back, Christian. Hold me back. I'm gonna separate these two. <laughs> and bring it back my my crazy theater moment and, and just just to preface this theater can have give you a bad experience of a movie or a amazing extra experience bad experience people in the next row talking you know kids that are jittering around and being loud you know just stuff that could like like put you in a bad mood when you're trying to watch a movie like like you're trying to get into it but like or the guy sitting in front of you is like really tall. Gosh. You know what I mean? How about I'll jump? How about people uh, sitting in front of you uh, when there's like oh, you want to yeah. put your feet up? I yeah. the people. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, look, fucker. There's 13 rows in front of you. There were, there were three people in the theater. You don't have to sit right here. Um, going back to uncomfortable, though, uh, when I saw because the first movie I'd seen for a longest time in theaters after Star Wars was Black Panther. And we went opening weekend and I'm like, I'm never doing that shit again. So Vanessa was like, let's go. And I'm like, OK, I want you to be happy. Let's go. And we went and like, I was sitting like third row. So my neck was like, eh, I was looking all the way up. It can, those can be very stressful. But it, still was a, I, it was still a good movie. Like I still took a lot away from it, even with having my neck broken. 
And so, you know, and before I talk about my great movie experience, we should, you know, I figure we get the bad out of the way. This stuff happens. You know, people have crying babies and talk, all that stuff. We, we've seen it. At me. No, I'm just kidding. I don't take my kids to movies yet. <laughs> my kid to movies. Yeah, there's always somebody who's like an adult movie or like an action movie and they're taking their toddler. Like, like, I'm not saying you shouldn't Hostel? be allowed to see movies. Hostel, I'm taking my two-year-old. Let's go. Yeah. But as for my good experience, seeing Avengers Infinity War, that was such a receptive crowd, for one. And and with those type of situations, and recently Marvel movies have shown me those situations, sometimes I go into a movie and I'm paranoid that people will talk, right? People that don't care about the movie. Oh, about. I feel like those, that's the absolute like worst crowd to like try to talk in. because Teenagers. They, well, oh yeah, teens. Groups but of I, teenagers, but what I, I've experienced. But I feel like in those movies, you'll get somebody be like, hey, shut the fuck up. Well, here's here's the best moment when everybody's so invested in the movie that you react together and you be quiet for each other, like with without even considering it. When we watched in okay, Infinity War was sad. If you didn't watch the end of Infinity War, it was so depressing. We had laughed and clapped and, and cheered and all this stuff, you know, on cue together, which is like an awesome group experience. When was the last time y'all you all had a good group experience, you know, in public? It's nice to connect with a group of people like that. It's super awesome. You know, and, and then at the end of the movie when it was set, everybody was was dead quiet. Not a murmur in the house. Like, which is really nice group experience. And then the best experience I had was in Endgame. That was such a hype movie. And people didn't know the plot of the movie. This wasn't like a week later when people tell you everything that happened. We were all going in blind for it was like the midnight showing, right? So we're like, we're all fucking ready. Like, oh, what's going to happen? Are they going to bring him back to life? Are they going to beat him? (laughs) Is the other half going to get snapped? (laughs) Man, that was you mentioning it. It was super duper serious after that movie came out that people, if if you didn't watch it already, you were telling people, you better not say a word around me. There was a video of a dude getting beaten, like beaten down because he spoiled it for somebody who's waiting in line to go watch it. Like for, for Infinity War, he was like, oh, they all die. And like, he literally beat him. That's crazy. Like, and I think you shouldn't be that asshole that just goes and ruins something. Like us, we're talking spoilers about movies that have come out years but ago. But you were smart. You went at midnight, so like you had the you had the heart. I at of least the crew. at least eliminated the chance of the spoil. Yes. yes. Now and you had the most invested crew too. Like the people yeah, were there to see that exactly jazz. And we know that. everybody's just as enthusiastic as you. Like it, it feels nice. But uh, a quick like you know uh, visiting that whole little debacle. It was a very, one side was saying like, oh, you're going to really beat somebody up because they spoiled your movie. That's what one side yes, said. They spent $400 on this movie to watch it. Okay. And I'll, I'll dig into both sides real quick and give my opinion. Then the other side says, well, maybe you shouldn't be an asshole and spoil a movie. You, would, you only do that to be an asshole, which is true. It, it, now, it is true that it, is, it would be petty to beat somebody up over a movie, but the context of the fact that the MCU has been building up for over a decade. It was something like 11 years. Yeah, because it started with the first Hulk movie? With Iron Man 1. Oh, then, Iron Man 1, okay. Then the Hulk came out either the same year or the year after. Because I remember the Hulk that came out like early 2000s. It, Did we not talk it about didn't, that? It, yeah, it, it, it's it like didn't a black sheep and it, the CGI doesn't look very good. So people are like, yeah, you don't have to watch the Hulk. It, it has Edward Norton in it. Like, Yeah, it doesn't even have uh, Mark, was Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, yeah. yeah. So anyways, but but I watched it, you know, anyhow, on the white bootleg. 
and then revisited later before Endgame came out. But anyhow. Oh, yes. Are, are people jerks for beating people up? That, that's what we were on. Okay. When you take the fact that people have been watching these movies for a decade, building up this story. The, if, if you're in of the whole thing is to spoil it and be a jerk and like, haha, I ruined like the, the pinnacle of, of the franchise just because like, it'll be funny to me. Then you deserve, you deserve somebody to walk up and fucking bonk you on the head. Like you're just a jerk. 15 times in a row. I just don't get the point. You know what I mean? But at the same time too, it's like, like, I don't think I would beat somebody up because you know, I'm not confrontational like that, but if somebody else did, I, who would you blame? Dude, yeah, especially if you're that, like, I mean, that's a, that fan base is, is ride or die. And I mean, they were on edge about that. And it's like, you can't do that for people that are that best. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Yeah. I, I, hold on. I finished my little caveat about that. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead, please. This is your show. My great experience was the, there were so many hype moments, two hype moments in end game. One, when. It was Thor. It was Thor and Captain America were fighting against Thanos, right? And at one point, fucking Captain America calls the Mjolnir hammer, which, as we know, Thor is the only one who could carry it because he's like worthy. He's like Asgardian or something. So there's like this thing about, oh, you can only wield the hammer and call it if you're worthy. And they, you see the hammer fly across Thanos' face, and but you know it's not the Thor, so you're like, what the hell? And it pans over and Captain America is holding the hammer. It's like it's like this oh shit moment. And the whole cheer just fucking uproars like, oh, this is like the it's like like a fan fiction tier, like awesome thing that they never thought would happen. And it happened. And it was badass. And he does all these awesome moves with the shield and the hammer. And it's super cool. Doesn't doesn't Thor say something like I knew it? Or something like that? Does he say like uh, I knew it? I forget, but it is hinted in Age of Ultron. That because because Steve Rogers moves it a little, and Thor can like it's like for a party bet like oh try to move the hammer, Cap Cap tries to move it a little and he wiggles it, and then Thor gets this like dead look on his face so like oh god he might he might do it, and then but then they put that on the shelf until Endgame, so that was the one hype moment. The second hype moment and the bigger hype moment was after Tony. No 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 excuse me excuse me, earlier in the movie. They use the gauntlet. They bring everybody back that died in Infinity War. Right. So uh, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, all these characters. This is like the, the Avengers and like the whole extended universe that exists. They gear up against Thanos' army, the Black Order. And Captain America's at the head of them all. And he says, Avengers assemble. Which is like the tagline of the Avengers. And they all yeah, smash into each Aww. other. Exactly. And you get the. Yeah. Oh, and the score. The score of that movie. Oh, I love it. They killed it. it. The bubbles open. Everybody comes out of the bubbles. Yeah. 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 It's like portals, right? Yeah. They were. They were like Doctor Strange portals. And dude, the crowd lost their shit. We were like apes. Yes. It was the most hype (gasps) moment ever. Popcorn goes flying. (laughs) <laughs> and you know people talk shit about marvel movies like oh they're not real movies or but gosh what an experience so that, that's my great movie theater experience you don't get that watching it at home like you Unless really you're don't. like with us and then you're like oh shit yeah 
Yeah, you got to have people to feed energy off of. Watch it. There's something to be said about watching a movie by yourself, though. I don't think I've. Yes. I don't think I've, I've done it. I did a lot in high school. I did a lot like middle school, high school. That's because I was like, I'm tired of people. I don't want to be around them. But now I'm like, eh. like when we watch movies, I enjoy that more because we feed off of each other. Like mm-hmm. we'll be like, what the fuck did you just say? And you're like, bro, he just said he ain't got no wiener. And I'm like, what? I didn't get that. What? <laughs> but I, I also think you focus more too. And you're watching a movie by yourself. You're like, especially on your phone. Like you're just like glued. Like you can see what like the director is truly envisioning. I, I guess maybe that's just me. You're not worried about what the other person's thinking. Yes. Yes. And I think some things are good for me to watch alone. And some things are good to watch with people. Like human centipede. You got to watch that with people. Make them watch it. I like it's fun. Mm-hmm. I watched it with my sibling. I made I made my mom and my aunt watch Human Centipede two. I haven't seen three yet, but two was one. gruesome. I haven't seen three. I don't two know. Two is I think is the better one. One is like really cheap acting. It's it's yeah. It's one like was on face value. It's like it's like oh my god. But two is like dear god. There's no laws here. <laughs> so wrapping back around to how watching movies have changed. Um, I remember going into drive-in theaters. Do you guys remember? I actually have a I. I we, we posted uh, is on the one media. out here in vegas still open or yep. is it yes uh, so i actually posted to social media i was going to read these at some point during the episode i have a couple of uh excuse me uh fans submitted uh like stories about drive-ins so i'll, I'll actually take i'd a like mo- to hear them yeah i'll take a moment to read those give me one second do, 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 do. Uh, so the first one i have is from mr lee lostavica from the magic our way podcast if you haven't listened to them yet i don't know what you're doing you're five steps behind. You're five steps behind. They're a great Disney podcast. They have a lot of 80s movie references. Their last, uh, at the time of recording this, their last episode where they were doing frauds, it was like 80 movie central. They were like, every other line was like, like a quote from an Eddie Murphy movie. But so, uh, Lee writes this, he goes, I remember seeing the original Star Wars at the drive-in. A few years back, we found a drive-in theater near us. And this is by far one of the best ways to enjoy a movie. Family friendly and so enjoyable to sit under the stars with some food you brought from home and an ice chest full of drinks. I've been to the drive-in. I agree 100% with this because it's just like, you don't have to worry about smuggling shit in because they don't check your car. Yeah, drive-in has a special place in my heart. <laughs> I think and I know why and I think I might have the same reason. Well, obviously, when you're a young man, going to romance at a drive-in is always uh, something that goes through your head. Um, I've seen it happen. I've seen like a car like start shaking. I'm like, oh, I know what y'all doing. But me being a stoner, uh, I can't say there's anything better than a. Uh, but that's gotta be great though. You go see a box and and watching a flick. Oh my! And then goodness. you bring your own food. Like you don't have to worry about like yes. oh we only got popcorn. You be like no, yes. bro, I brought like Roberto's with us or something. Yeah. Uh, so I have one more. Uh, so this one is from Glenn. He says. We did drive-in movies all the time. Parents would put a blanket on top of the van and me and my siblings would sit on top of the car to watch the movie. I remember watching James and the Giant Peach, classic. Uh, there's a scene where they are in, uh, in the ocean during a thunderstorm and right in the middle of that scene when lightning hits them, lightning also hits the movie screen and causes the whole theater to black out. Lived in Florida at the time. Wow. Storms, ha- storms happened out of nowhere. That's some crazy, like, once-in-a-lifetime coincidental shit. My God. I think God was after me. Uh, he was like, Tim Burton, what are you doing? So he continues on. He goes, there's only one in Vegas. I think there should be more. So uh, he, they are opening up one. Well, they have one already. Yes, they have one. 
but there ha- this is in a small um it's place. On it's on Decatur yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, the they've 95. been talking about that for like a year now. Yeah, it's gonna be so independent films. The screen is already up. I did yeah. not know it was gonna be independent yeah, that's films all, only. It's, it's supposed to be like a sci-fi independent. I was gonna talk about this on an episode because I'm trying to see if we can go to some of these and, and do reviews. Let's see on if them. we can get the owner, whoever's running that, see if he wants to come on and talk about. Can, yeah, yeah, I we can that. definitely hit him. Up. Yeah, I remember uh, Vanessa and I were talking about it because we drive by it all the time to go to like the mall or like when she mm-hmm. goes to get her nails done. I'm like. I was seeing it being built because that thing has been like a Dairy Queen, a wing place, and then this place. But I also heard rumors that it was going to close, which would be really shitty, but I hope it doesn't. But yeah, it's only it's, it has like eight parking spots mm-hmm. and it's only going to be like independent science fiction films, which I think is awesome because those are like the those are like all the like old like science fiction movies are at a drive in and then like a tornado comes in and rips the screen apart or like something like that. But uh, Glenn continues. Uh, he goes, as far as how the movie experience today is different, I'm not too sure. Snacks are definitely more expensive. Ain't that the fucking truth? <laughs> and he says, I do like the high-end theater concept, so which we talked about. But yeah, um, I do like the recliners. Sometimes they're a little sticky when you get in them, but... <laughs> but well, you, your skin sticks to them. I'm... Uh, sure. Okay. Oh. I, man, I love... <laughs> I love laying back and being able to control the feet and the back. It's really nice. It's like, wow. Like, I could... Like, I could control it to sit up or lay back all the way and watch the whole movie i'm like it's like and then you got the air conditioner blowing it's like peak comfort mm-hmm. peak comfort. and, and then you got your seat. snacks you got your little honey sna- yeah so you have to um you got to bring your snacks in people if you're buying your snacks at uh, the movie theater you are <laughs> popcorn is socially acceptable i will let you oh, okay. rate movie theater popcorn the is special it is it does well, it tastes better go, the smell when vanessa and i go we'll buy two Big drink. We'll get like an icy though, so it's worth yes. our money. Yes. We'll get the we'll get too big of those. We we'll get a massive popcorn, and then we'll get like she usually wants nachos. Which where are you gonna get that really and keep it fresh until you get there and not spill around in your fucking purse? And I'll get uh like the dibs, mm-hmm. ice cream little bites. That's it though, and we're like I mean it's still like eighty dollars, but <laughs> it's still like I usually only eat dibs and that much popcorn when I go to the movies. So, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's that's also part of the experience is like the food as well it definitely is um i don't like to buy a lot of stuff but i will buy a drink and popcorn movie theater popcorn is like the best it just is not like it is the best. it's facts are you guys kettle corn extra butter what how do you oh, get extra your butter um if i don't like see like butter on the top or like like i'll just kind of look at it and like slosh around and say okay a lot of places now have you could put more butter on it yourself. At the yeah, little like, bar. I don't know how much you want, fucker. You gotta tell me. So I just kind of eyeball it. I, I just like buttery. See, I learned this from my grandmother very early on. You go extra, extra butter, and then you get that butter right in the arteries. Real good. <laughs> I was always uh, real good. I always say layered butter. You guys want to make oh, sure that yeah, you, get you want the multi levels. Yes. So you put a little bit of popcorn in there, butter it up. More popcorn, butter it up. Um, I am. I'm a I'm a half and half guy, so I wouldn't mind a nice kettle corn popcorn mix. You get a little sweet and salty, but that's still good though. Like, why wouldn't you? Kettle it, corn. Sometimes I want popcorn. A kettle corn annoys me because like, oh, I want a popcorn. But kettle corn is a little different. It has that saltiness mm-hmm. to it, kind of as like almost it's got to be fresh. Yeah, yeah. Old kettle corn yeah. is not the business. Yeah, I mean, and I hate being the guy to always ask for fresh popcorn, but I do it. I I. I always make it a point to be like, hey, if we can get yeah, the you make them feel like popcorn in this bar, you know, I'm paying ten dollars for this right here. Yeah, 
Yeah, you should at least get <laughs> You guys are only paying 10? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Do you guys, oh, Lesson, you guys ever uh, find a, <laughs> well, a big, a large thing of popcorn in the trash can, use it as a refill? Uh, no, I just keep the thing. No, and just get a refill. I never did like. I'll get a refill yes. on the way out. Yeah. So ever, if you're ever walking into a casino, just, you know, with a movie theater, you know, check the trash cans. You never know. Because, I mean, sometimes people leave half their popcorns in there. You dump it out. You take it to the bathroom, rinse it off real quick. Go back, get your free refill. Got free popcorn. I, I, I just feel, I, feel like, I feel like they'd be like, I haven't seen you here before. Where the fuck did you get that? They mark the boxes. So, like, hey, you got to double check however they mark it. But I feel like they don't care enough if they like if they. If you went through the effort of getting it and you're really asking them for it, mm-hmm. I don't think they care enough about the effort of saying, oh, well, I don't think you bought this. Right. Have you guys ever snuck into a movie? I have not. And I've had not had a movie jumped either. So I haven't I've movie jumped. I haven't movie jumped. But I remember uh, my friend and I in high school, I was a junior. He was a senior. We had another friend with us. She was a junior. She was the same grade as me. She was a, like a few months younger than me. We were both 18. We wanted to go see American Sniper. My friend, at, at, you guys know him now. He's gung-ho. He's in the army. He's been in there. He's probably going to be in there for the rest of his life. Uh, we went to go see it. And, Image training. And he's old enough, and I'm old enough, but we have to be 21 to have somebody under 18 go with you. And, uh, I and, hate those rules. And she was like, fuck, I can't watch it. So they bought, apparently, the lady at the door, because we spaced it out. They went in like five minutes before I came in. Apparently, she saw us at the door and was like, if you're like the lady checking your teeth, like if your friends sneak in there, they're going to get kicked out. And I'm like, who? It's like, I don't have any friends. I went in, but I was hoping they're going to sneak in. I think they went to go see like, uh, like uh, it was some like project Juno or something like that. It, anyway, I watched that whole movie basically by myself and I was like, huh? So getting back to like watching movies by yourself is much more like aware of what was going on. I wasn't being like, Oh, did you see that? Mm-hmm. Just got shot. Mm-hmm. No, but like, you have a thousand conversations going on, but none of them are coming out of your mouth. You know, your mind's running. Like oh, yeah. for me, like I'm watching a movie, I'm just like talking to myself. And then like, come <laughs> the end of the movie. You just like, I feel like I've done this before where I watch a movie. I have not said a word for like an hour and a half. Right. And at the end of the movie, I just go, wow. And like <laughs> my, me hearing myself for the first time it's after weird. that, you're just like, I just had a full blown conversation with myself. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go. Yeah for real yeah it's like when you're watching a movie on your own when you watch a movie with other people like anytime you're doing something with other people there's like social expectations so like you'll say something funny to them or you know you guys will comment about something interesting you're not really like you're not really just processing it in your own mind you're having a conversation with the other person kind of and i like watching movies on my own because like you just or like and it's always good to have somebody who could watch a movie with you and also have uh and you like they can watch the movie with you and they'll also be quiet and also watch it which it's hard to find that person let's be real it is uh so not to speed things along but we're already you know good we're getting good, there we're getting there we're, we're already in an hour and 10 I minutes i was thinking the last things we really got to touch up on is just the streaming like yeah and i mean the, it's a okay, game changer wait, wait, wait. and the depth of that what? we do need to talk about the streaming the only other thing about buying stuff at the movie theater is the crisp movie theater soda or like the the perfect like getting that perfect coca-cola or dr pib from the dr pib they got dr pepper mr pib mr mr pib mr pib because yep. i always see mr pib at the theaters i'm oh. an icy guy i can't yeah, relate icy. i can't relate oh, yeah i can't either oh, but when damn. i think of when i think of crisps crisp soda i think of sprite from mcdonald's well it, it's like shark yeah it's it's like 
soda from like a dispenser, like at a McDonald's or a movie theater, tastes different from like the soda in the bottle. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I agree. It's coming I agree. straight from the source. So, but and the ones that are dispensed taste better. But then you get variants where sometimes the machine doesn't give enough syrup or too much or doesn't give the right, uh, what's it called? The bubbles. But yeah, the carbonation. Carbonation. But you get that right consistency. But movie theaters, oh man, I've had some insane, some transcendental Mr. Piff. Christian, okay. Christian has had <laughs> orgasms to these Mr. Pibs, all right? It's been an, a, a have, spiritual experience, all you right? You have your buttered popcorn, you have your transcendental Mr. Pib. Yeah, I wish you guys, I wish this was on video so you guys could have seen your face, Chris. That shit priceless right there, he said. God. So he literally creamed his pants while he was saying his eyes rolled to the back of his that's head. Why, that's why we got to wrap up this episode. I mean, there's literal. <laughs> we got to clean up now, Christian. Thanks. <laughs> okay. So that's my last thing about that. <laughs> Streaming. I think we were introduced to like digital movies by on demand one and B, a lot of people got into piracy. And then eventually you could stream movies online or download them. And then we got Netflix. And Netflix took off. I don't, we don't have to explain it. You know what it is. Okay. Uh, what was that? What is it? Okay, bye. <laughs> and here's an interesting thing. We've gotten to the point where not only can you watch a bunch of great movies on Netflix, there are now movies that are exclusive to platforms like Netflix. Why is that significant? Now you have movies that you can't watch at the theater. Yes. At all. No. It's kind of like to have Netflix. It's kind of like the Disney originals. Yeah. It's like the Disney originals when you were like, oh, High School Musical only came out on Disney Channel. Um, I'm trying to think of like some, well, like, I mean, a show that comes up, Stranger Things. Exactly. Exactly. You can't watch or that on the cable Witcher. TV. Can't watch that on cable TV. Uh, yeah, um, one a, that I recently watched. New Black. Uh, well, then you got m- multiple now. Well, like all the big corporations are creating Amazon there. Prime. And that's what I was about to get NBC, into with Hunters. CBS, HBO Max, HBO Go, HBO Max, HBO, potato. HBO Magnum. Who cares? So <laughs> what, well, I, what I've heard is that due to everybody and their mother wanting to get part of this whole streaming game, there's going to be a point in time where, you know, you're going to get somebody to rise to the top as being a, a provider that is like overarching and then is able to allow you to get all these platforms um, for one singular price instead of you having seven different subscriptions to different things. That's where I've heard it's headed. Have you guys heard anything else on like on 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 that? Is I haven't it- heard any like pertinent things mm-hmm. but like you always hear how the whole disney plus thing it was like a whole buyout mm-hmm. and what was it fox or disney bought disney bought out fox remember and we talked about that if you know about the mcu stuff and the rights to spider-man now, simpsons is a disney show <laughs> now it's like it's almost this monopoly forming mm-hmm. and like i'd like to see one subscription that has like almost all content i mean monopolies are bad and they might get greedy but i could see it heading in that direction for sure. I, I, man, I feel eventually there's going to be a point in time where it's like, no matter what we've, what we want to watch, it'll just all be a click away. And, 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 and like a, in a YouTube, in your head, in like a YouTube kind of sense where it's like, no matter what you want to watch, you're going to be able to find snuff it. films. You got it. And that's the beauty of digital. Um, uh, a small little thing that I wanted to bring up is, you know, another thing that we did was we just watched movies on cable sometimes. 
you remember when X-Men would always be on on the FX uh, channel? Yes. Yeah, and they still kind of have that. Oh, if boy. you look, my dad still watches cable. My dad's in like, he's like, I pay for it. God damn it. I'm going to watch 90% of the time. He's watching ridiculousness on MTV. Cut but the cord pops. Uh, what? Well, you know, like, I think cable's kind of a scam, but like, cause you know, just like home phones, who the fuck uses a home phone my, anymore? Y- yeah. It seems like an older, like we have technology one, and it rings all the fucking Our time in my house. But my parents like having cable and, you know, even though it's like it costs way too much, there's always good movies on a bunch of different channels. So, like, you can just scroll through and say, oh, that movie's on, that movie's on. It's like, oh, shit, I'm watching Scarface right now because just because it's on or or uh, uh, I watched American Psycho recently or I watched uh, Silence of the Lambs on TV. And uh, th- that's another aspect of things. So not only like original movies on TV like Disney Channel did, but just eventually seeing theatrical movies come on TV. It was a big thing for us. And continues to be. Yeah, I mean, the way we're, it's, it's interesting to see where we're going to go. Like, I'm, I'm all for, okay, what are we going to see happen? You know, what's going to, where are we going to go from here? Because we already had a huge jump in 23 years from DVD to, to hey, this fucking thing is instantly on my TV. The, the, the thing is, they're downloaded everywhere. There's those movie sites where you can find anything you want. And I feel eventually, you know, it's going to be hard to stop that. You know, if you have one sole place that has everything downloaded and that is just willing to just share it all. I, I mean, it, it, the, the possibilities are endless. The way it's heading, I feel, for the next five to ten years is that we're going to see more and more of, like, these companies doing their own solo work. Like, you know, Apple Apple TV is doing their own streaming service. Amazon Prime is going to go their own way with their own shows. And if you don't specifically subscribe to them, you're not going to be able to see them. But patience, young Padawans. I mean, we noticed that from everything that we've seen. You wait 10, 15 years, there's going to be that next opening of everything that was blocked to us before. Yeah, hopefully we don't have another lime wire where we're just giving our computer aids for music. <laughs> yeah, piracy was... And, and that's just like... With a lot of these things, like with home video, it was being like kind of how albums and CDs were and the, the technology switching to like optical discs. Um, it's all music goes very hand in hand with movies on that type of stuff. Um, piracy being no different. Um, moving into the future, I see, you know, like you said, perpetually everything's going to be able to be pirated no matter where it's from and what it becomes a. What it becomes an issue of is legacy content. What that is, is, oh, somebody wants to watch The Little Mermaid from Disney. You know, Disney has their lawyers all up in arms if you're trying to friggin' torrent it off the internet. But, like, they're not making any money off, you know, The Little Mermaid. But, here's the thing. They have Disney+. Plus. They know that people are going to pirate their old content. So, what do they do? They make a service that makes you buying it's more valuable than huh. you taking the effort to pirate it. Right. Disney plus so much legacy content, all these cartoons and shows and Disney channel, original movies that I couldn't just watch again. Cause they don't come on anymore. I, I want to watch the even Stevens movie. I want to watch the that's a Raven movie. I want to watch smart house. Yo, smart house. Oh. That's great. My, my sister and my mom lately have been rewatching the entire series of boy meets world. Oh, like you, where you, where else would you find that? Exactly. And Disney took that next step and they said, people are going to pirate our past content. It's going to happen. Let's sell it to them in a more convenient way and, and all in one hub. 
So it's like, very smart. Yeah, it's very smart what they did. Disney, they're on some serious business, and you know they got their originals. They, to, they and they have um, I think the the biggest ones that have the most money. Because what I heard about Netflix and Hulu, um, is that they're doing so much original content that they've gone in the negative, and that their content isn't, you know, giving them the the money that they need to continue to produce them. So eventually, you're going to be left with Amazon, um, Apple, uh, Disney. Uh, those three yeah let's say netflix was out of business who are the reins of of the rights to that content going to go to whoever pays the most yeah well i remember writing a a report on this in high high school and in college excuse me in a college course when disney plus first started coming up which was last year last year two years ago Mm -hmm. and it was basically stating like what you said yeah netflix is like hey we have a lot of original material coming out but it's not for american audiences they're actually branching out a lot into like india and stuff like that and they're bringing like indie, which is really cool. They're bringing Indian directors and they go, Hey, direct for what your demographic would like. And that's where they're making their money. And like, okay. like, like, uh, like Asian countries and stuff like that. They're bringing, they're bringing in like cell phone only plans. That's wonderful. So, so it's like, I think it's like four ninety nine a month and you get like, it's a, not, it's not just here. I didn't no. realize. I mean, oh, I no. mean it, oh no, no, it's worldwide. Disney plus is worldwide. Everything is worldwide now. There's no like, mm-hmm. re- except for like North Korea and China, but. Yeah, they're on a whole that's a whole nother they don't even have it bag in of north korea but they don't know the rest of the world exists no but uh to kind of not to rush us but to kind of wrap things up it seems that you know like we said multiple times that the biggest jump in history happened in the shortest amount of time because mm-hmm. yeah and we saw all of it go down because we, we used every yeah little thing along the way yeah we remember using all of it we remember LimeWire. we remember using torrent sites we remember using vhs dvd blu-ray using game consoles for all your dvds and now streaming so there's one there's one more thing i want to complain about mm-hmm. when okay so dvds were a thing then blu-ray started coming into the picture right what happened was dvds i don't know if this was too it's like one as a way to de-incentivize piracy and um you know to also give you a reason to maybe buy a movie that you've already seen in theaters on dvd they added special releases that had not only special packaging like box sets and stuff but also special features with extra content sometimes uh just extra trailers interviews sometimes games Awesome things like that. And also had a really nice interactive menus. When Blu-rays came around, it was like your menu was a still image and it was you got like play and scene select. And you didn't have oh you almost never had special features on them. Now, Blu-ray, I under I what I like about Blu-ray is having a super HD like yeah, the I have Die Hard One and Two on Blu-ray, and damn, does it look good. I'm like, they made this old movie look great. I'm yeah. really impressed, but we, we've definitely lost something. Oh, we definitely, because that's all I would watch. I remember growing up, I watched all of the Lord of the Rings behind the scenes, like special features and stuff. I remember watching all of the Star Wars ones. I watched the Indiana Jones. I have an Indiana Jones box set because I'm that much of a crackhead, but I have an entire DVD that is behind the scenes. Like that'll, it's basically, there's one on there that's basically like the length of like two movies. It's like, it's like It's like three hours long of, and it goes through the first because uh, at this point the fourth movie hadn't been out so it goes through like 
in depth like oh yeah harrison ford had a hernia on the set of temple of doom and he would this is how I, this is also how i know so much trivia is because of all these like, I'm after you. Uh, he he had a hernia from sitting on an elephant to the point where he like what they would do is they would wheel him around on a stretcher on set stand him up and he would muscle through his scene and lay back down and eventually george lucas came on and said he's like no we you get that man into surgery what are we doing jesus christ and he was only like 32 he's like we can't be killing this dude at 30 what are you doing that's nuts yeah but like now you wouldn't know that like i feel like the avengers movies would do so freaking well with these behind the scenes but one it's to and cut people would love I've a, seen, a yeah. extended I've release seen, i've seen a couple of um netflix documentaries that have like uh, specifically the their um planet earth documentary um where they will go into how they shot it and you get to see the behind yeah. the scenes on so i've seen we used to i've get seen that with the goddamn movie i know i know and i'm but i'm saying like i'm seeing it and i'm hoping that it makes that turn because those things were wonderful now now we, and the reason why is, is cost you can sell the blu-ray for higher because it looks better but then you don't have to pay as much because you don't have to do all these extra editing extra and don't filming. get me wrong don't get me wrong all the responsibility is to sell us the movie in high definition on a disc and i appreciate that i have a couple uh i have like anime like box sets of blu-rays it's the nicest thing ever the animation looks amazing like like the lines look more crisp than when they originally aired on tv you know it's crazy um but i remember like we used to have this box set of the nightmare on elm street movies and it had like a special case for the series just like a special release and then they had games and and special featurettes on some of the discs one of them some of them being like trivia games one of them were like you're in like the dream world and like you're like it's like a maze and you could like turn left and right real basic stuff but it was cool to me i'm like oh i'm playing a game on the dvd player no for real and blu-rays don't do that big bad they should have called them Boo Rays. I remember. I remember. Boo. Just a quick. A funny, what, what do I send the award for that joke? Actually, to the trash. Uh, a quick, a yeah, quick story before we wrap up. Or I my remember, trophy cabinet. <laughs> I remember my dad was messing around with the DVD player, and he, I, like, I didn't know he was doing this, and he changed like the color of the screen, and I was like, "Is this a Blu-ray?" Because I walked out and everything was fucking blue. My dad goes, "Yeah, that's what new Blu-rays look like," and I was like, "What? This is fucking wild. Why would anybody pay more for this?" As it was like the whole screen was tinted blue. Oh my god! <laughs> my like, son, what is a Blu-ray? And do you, or no? Excuse me, I was gonna say, what is a Bluetooth? And and do I need to call a dentist? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so basically, what we're saying is, this was a like a an expose on you know how we grew up with media, you know, with movies and TV in our lives, and you know, probably a lot of people listening to this probably saw more of it because we're just three guys. I want to know um, if we have any listeners from. They were like watching movies between the sixties and the eighties. What was like a movie theater back then? Like I would love if somebody was listening to this, please comment. Uh, Mom, <laughs> my parents will listen to this. No, I'm going to tell my dad to listen to it and I at least get a comment from him. <laughs> what, did, what did he say earlier? He said, Oh, what oh, was he Rocket talking? Man. He was watching oh, your yeah, brother play yeah. Rocket Man. My brother's playing Rocket League. He's like, we're watching your brother play Rocket Man right now. Me and your, me and my, me and your mom. You're just, your dad's kind of real dated by that. I don't know what it has to do with Elton John, but no, he's, at least he's liking it. My dad loves Elton. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like the biopic movie. It was pretty good. <laughs> I think well, he likes like Elton. Wink, wink. 
hey, hey, it's repressed, you know. He but came maybe. from Cuba. It wasn't allowed there, all right? He's letting it flow. Now he's just letting, he's rocking it. He's rocking it. That's why he has a whole bunch of cool sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sure like these star-shaped sunglasses? Well, yeah, you know, Elton John. Hey, motherfucker, leave me alone. I ain't say nothing to you. Well, uh, just a couple announcements before we go. One, we have a shirt available with the BS Podcast Network. That link will be down in the show notes. Also, you can donate to the show. It helps us a lot. It helps us keep the lights on in George's house because George lives under the poverty line. Uh, and also it helps us, you know, <laughs> helps us go, you know, rent movies, go do all that stuff. And it just helps. It helps the like show I out said, a lot. I'm, I'm a, drywall. I am literally one of those carousels <laughs> that you see in front of the grocery stores. You must put coins in me for me to work. That's not true. George has been doing this for free the entire time. Mm, little do they know I've been stealing money from him. Uh, yeah. Whoa, did that come he's out of still mouth? talking. That means he's still on our money. Huh? What? I. Hmm? Oh no, he's winding down. My my dollar is running out. Hmm? <laughs> well, we've enjoyed you guys listening to this episode, and until next week, we'll see you guys again. Powering down.